Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Geekscapers, welcome to a brand new Geekscape post-Thanksgiving. If you're a patriot, if you're free, and you're living in the United States, if you're not, you're like, what is this Thanksgiving thing? And you're also saying, what's this freedom thing? Well, it's something that we enjoy, we enjoyed it last week, and now we're back to work here on Geekscape with our weekly episodes here at T-Radio V. We're talking movies, video games, and comic books. If this is your new uh, podcast, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you subscribe on iTunes. Sound, uh, Cloud, and Stitcher. Leave us a comment, subscribe, tell your friends about it, and be like, I just discovered this amazing podcast all about the geek stuff I love. And today is no different. I'm joined by my co-host, Kenny Craig. Hey, how's it going? Ben Dunn. Hello. Who all had amazing Thanksgivings. Hello. And like usual... Shut up, Kenny. <laughs> shut up, Kenny. <laughs> you don't have to shut up on my behalf. I like it when you ridicule everybody. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, we always are joined by a special guest, and uh, this is no different. We've got Kevin Jakubowski. He is in the studio talking about his brand new book. And while you're thinking about um, like Christmas presents and things like that, maybe if, if you yeah. have a friend who reads, uh, you know, <laughs> if you have a family you know member who loves who books, reads. well, everybody loves those video games now, and they want DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah, yeah, but it's cool. You turn the subtitles on the video games, you're fucking reading. <laughs> but if they actually like the man's brilliant, books, he has a point. <laughs> if they like books uh, and they like going on Amazon for anything other than ordering DVDs, uh, then this is a book that you want to pick them up. Eight uh, Bit Christmas. It's about um, you know, that, that kind of feeling that you get about wanting that one thing. Like, remember Christmas Story where Sex. it's like... Well, remember in Christmas Story, like, he wanted the Red Ryder BB <laughs> gun? The, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Kenny, please. Some of us have that plenty, and we just can't take it. I can't take enough anal. <laughs> <laughs> Can, we Can we isolate that? Can we isolate that? I want it as my ringtone. I, I, I might actually isolate Kenny in another room. <laughs> He's turning into a sex criminal or starting the show. <laughs> just because I have, I have a mustache doesn't mean... You are rocking I, I, like, I like how Kevin is in the engineering room. He's one First of our new engineers at Tier ADB, and he's like, "Man, a minute in, and they're already talking about anal. These guys are crazy." <laughs> I thought they were a bunch of nerds. Think, think he's worried, man. <laughs> Kevin's like you're uh, in the same room as me. Yeah. Uh, so Ke- Kevin got recommended to our show from Blake Harris, who wrote the uh, Nintendo versus Sega book, and he's yeah. gonna be like, "So Blake, I didn't know they were sex criminals, but uh, I'm glad you recommended me for this show. They're all assholes, and they should be in jail." Um, anyway, wow. this book. You guys remember when you were kids? Like, what was the number one thing you wanted as a kid, Kenny? We already found out. <laughs> he probably got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> 
but uh, like but like ben what was like that one gift it doesn't have to be video game related like what was that one thing you wanted as a kid but it like, absolutely was video game related it, it was, was i wanted a game boy you wanted a really? game boy uh, yeah. more than anything else yeah. my parents wouldn't let me have one they didn't want me to have one so much that my friend out of the kindness of his heart lent me his Game Boy from school one day. My mom saw it and instantly drove me over to his house and she yelled at his mother about giving him, letting him right. give me his Game Boy for the yeah. night. I wow. Because she didn't want me to be able to play Super Mario I, World. I like how yeah. your mom was like, Super how Mario dare, Super yeah. Mario Land. Yeah. How Whoa, dare your I'm kid sorry. be so altruistic? <laughs> that little dick. Yeah. Like, yeah, the Today, kind of Ben has only spent two hours with an actual Game Boy. It's, <laughs> it's I've the never greatest two hours of his life. That's, that's not true. I um, went out and bought one as soon as I could afford <laughs> that $90. <laughs> so, uh, Kevin, you wrote the book. Uh, what, is, what would you say that it's about? I mean, obviously, that's the end for the book. Yeah, it's no, like, that was a great opening pitch. It is about yeah. that. It's about, you know, just being a kid wanting something really really bad for Christmas and uh, this book is about that it's about you know an adult looking back on on his childhood his Christmas and uh, you know it's set like 87 88 uh-huh. when Nintendo came out yeah and you guys, I, I assume, remember what a big deal that was. Absolutely. I mean, just like we were talking a little bit before, I mean, everyone wanted one. It was like just such an iconic thing from our childhood. Um, so it's about this kid, Jake, and he wants a Nintendo really, really bad, and there's only uh, one kid in town who has it so far. It's this rich kid named Timmy Clean. He's a total spaz and like an ass. Remember the name. kid who, yeah. who like wore two Swatch watches? Yeah, Pee Wee's Big Adventure kid, <laughs> yeah. the guy who steals the yeah, bike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Francis. It's Francis. Big Adventure. This is essentially Francis. <laughs> and uh, he's got the only Nintendo in town, so he kind of like uh, lords it over the other kids and charges them to play and all that. <laughs> ben, and, how did it much did it cost to play that Game Boy for a few hours? <laughs> I only had to give up anal once. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> we were best friends. It was great. <laughs> Man, if best you did it as much as Kenny, you would have ended up in a wheelchair. <laughs> got fear. <laughs> it got fierce. Uh, Kevin's like, what the hell kind what of show is happening? this? So, so that's the setup for the show. And um, and so he's looking back like a Stand By Me type thing. Exactly. Yeah. Or The Sandlot or Wonder Years, like right. movies like that. It's similar in, in the book. So it's narrated by this adult. But it's it's really sort of a comedic look back at the, the kid pop culture of mm-hmm. the 1980s. And it follows this kid and his quest to get this Nintendo. And is he going to get it or not? And the town that he lives in actually ends up banning video games for Christmas. What? So it kind of throws a wrench into his whole plan. And dancing. Yeah, yes, exactly. So it's footloose. Every time I say that, somebody's like, oh, that's footloose. I'm like, damn it. That is footloose. Why didn't I? I totally And I just it. got a DDR, too. Damn it. Um, that's anachronistic, man. So, Sorry. Yeah. So, guys, and, and this is out on Amazon now, right? Yep. And Barnes and & Noble and, and other fine stores. And so for you, was it the NES? Was that the system that was you it. needed yeah. as a kid? I mean, I, I really remember just wanting that so bad. And one kid in my town had it. And, and it was just like me and my buddies, like, how are we going to get this? Because some of our parents didn't want us to have it. You mm-hmm. know? We were Mo- most about of it. our parents probably. Yeah, right? You're right. Um, and, and it was about, you know, finally getting it or not getting it, but just wanting it so bad that it, it sort of like clouded your entire Christmas. And the, in the story, he almost ruins a very good Christmas right. by just like obsessing over this thing, which at the end doesn't really matter. But when you were growing up, it was the NES. Did you ultimately yeah. get one for Christmas, or did, I did. you get one for your birthday? I did. Like, what I was got one like? for Christmas, and it was like amazing. I have this. It's one of my favorite pictures of childhood that I have. Is just me, just like looking at it, just like that crack face yeah, that you have, like a <laughs> heroin face. Yeah, and just my you know thumbs tingling, you know, because when you play, you'd play, you get blistered thumbs, You're right. throwing your yeah. arms all over the place. Remember yeah. when you first played the Nintendo and you wanted like Mario to the move to the right, you'd move your entire arm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and now left. you can. 
and that you can with like a Wii. Yeah. It's like, oh, it brings us back to the old school. Totally. Um, and that was that was like your deal, like yeah. uh, like the NES. And did you immediately become a gaming gaming addict? Would you call yourself a gaming addict now? No, I actually uh, am just kind of a NES purist. Like mm-hmm. I, I, that was it, and that's what I ended with. The original eight bit system. The original eight bit system. I I actually won a Sega Genesis in my Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh-huh. What? Like Twelve years old. I was the kid. No that won one ever it. wins. I know. <laughs> no. What I think is hilarious is you couldn't tell just by shaking the box that was in there. Yeah. In the Honey Nut Cheerios. But um, but you won this Honey Nut Cheerios. In like, were you just not interested when the Genesis? No, I was. Like, when it came and I, I you know it was great and I had I think I bought like one game for it like NHL '95. I remember just you like, and Blake it. Harris are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, right now. But I never like I never really progressed after that. I I remember bringing the uh, Genesis to college. Uh-huh. Was, you know, many years later or whatever, and just like gambling heavily on NHL '95, like <laughs> my freshman year of college. <laughs> he had like this underground <laughs> ring. Yeah. You've seen Fight Club? It's like one level <laughs> below Fight Club. Next question. I probably know the answer to this. Did you graduate college? <laughs> I did. Because I, I quit. I quit playing uh, Sega Genesis after my freshman year. Oh. So to answer your question, I never, I never advanced. Maybe it's because I had such a gambling problem. Right. I you realized, didn't even have afford it. Yeah. I, but, I like realized, the, but what if the gambling problem didn't start with the Genesis in college? It started with that Nintendo. NES. Yeah, right. yeah. You know what I mean? And like that's where it started. So he's it like, I, I gotta get away from this. But then in college it was like I'm starting this it's like the social network, but he's like <laughs> right. he's just like in his dorm room making money hand over fist. Not that's really. crazy. What what do you think it was about the NES that was that was special to you? Or does everybody have that one system because for like our, the the hosts of Geekscape Games, the other podcasts that we do about uh, video games um, they were talking about, you know, they're younger than us. They were talking about the N64, getting the N64 and how that was so big. Um, does everybody have that one system? For me, I feel like it should have been the NES. It was the Genesis. Okay, yeah. Because the NES was like my older brother's system. And I did play it. I watched it more than I played it. But the Genesis was my system. Uh, was the NES that system it, and what games it, were magical? It was for me. And I think it was that system because, I mean, really that came out be- before the Genesis. Of course. So until then, I talk about that a bit in the book, like... When you're a kid, your goal in life is just to have as much fun as possible. You right. know, like playing is is your goal, and and I had never seen it. Like there was a, an Atari, but like weird kids had Atari or older kids, and older I had never, kids, yeah. I had yeah. never really gotten into it. But Nintendo just seems so fresh, and like if you wanted to advance, this you know isn't revolutionary now, obviously. But if you wanted to continue playing, you had to get better at the game. If you wanted so, to be cool, you had to have an NES. Yeah, right. If you want to win right. money in college and elementary <laughs> right. school, you <laughs> had to play. It was all about the cool factor and you know what monetary <laughs> right. you know, value I could get out of it uh, from gambling. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the the jump to eight bit really did add a completely different dimension to the games. You could save them suddenly. You could actually right. save them with like the Zelda games. And Dragon Warrior was my NES game. If there was an NES game for me, it was that original Dragon Warrior. Yeah. A blob appears. You know what I mean? Right, right, uh, right. Because you could save it and you could go into the dungeons, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I would think that Zelda would have been, but it wasn't. Uh, it was Dragon Warrior. And what was the game for you that was like, uh, this is my heroine? I really, uh, I loved RBI Baseball, mm-hmm. the original no. RBI Baseball. Yes. That was one of the first games that like had stats and like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like everybody looked like a white version of Kirby Puckett, but yeah. everybody like, you know, batted differently and, and you could throw different curveballs and like, it was just like. It, it blew our minds, kind of. You the, know? The, your thumbs got really sore trying to throw the oh, curve yeah. while pressing oh, down yeah, and down, then down, over. Down, You're like, yeah. ah, ah. <laughs> There's like blisters. Yeah, You're bleeding thumb, all yeah, over the place. more blisters on your thumb than like a crack addict does <laughs> from the goddamn lighter. It was tough. It was hard work back in the day. 
playing playing video games. And so, what made you want to like like if you'd been away from gaming for so long, what was the impetus for writing the book about it? Like all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I'm going to revisit these years. What was yeah, it? Yeah, I well, uh, I had actually written it first as a, a screenplay. Mm-hmm. That's what I do for a living is TV and film. So I'd, I'd gone at it that way, um, and it you know it got close to getting made, but it, but it didn't. And so I revisited it years later. Um, and, and wanted to write it as a book. It's just a story I really wanted to tell. But I think for me, the reason I wanted to tell it is because it was just such a big part of our pop culture. Like, there hadn't really been anything like that before. Like, I put it this way. Like, Xbox and, and uh, you know, PlayStation, everything are really big now, but they don't yep. have their own cereal. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. Nintendo had its own cereal. Had, like, the, remember the Zelda cartoon and, like, the, the, the Super Mario oh Brothers God, Super Show? Oh, Captain N. What's that? Captain N. Captain N. Oh, my God. You know, like... Like Nestor, remember Nestor, mm-hmm. that little guy with the red hair? That was like the little NES yeah, icon yeah, yeah. that really didn't go anywhere. <laughs> no. um, the, yeah, I mean, they, it permeated all of pop culture, and obviously today we have like Master Chief, and we have these things like it. Like you'll go get a Slurpee with Kratos on it at a Seven Eleven, but it never felt like it was for us and about us. It yeah. felt like it was mass marketing, right? Sure. Exactly. Know? Then it felt like a subculture. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I guess it was still of. a subculture back yeah, then. Yeah, I, I think so. I and I think it's just nostalgia, you know. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Think I, yeah. think that was, I was gonna say yeah. that's how kids are now. It's like, oh, yeah. it's for me, Master yeah. Chief. Is yeah, for me. that's yeah. exactly yeah. Because yeah, I'm like, we yeah. had you're talking about serials and cartoon shows. Like that's mass marketing, right? It's right. just we, sure. we had a different perspective on it. Right. We just were high on sugar. Yeah. You're right. You're totally right, Ben. Yeah. Totally right. Um, it, it is interesting, and, and I know that uh, we every week we do these new mission objectives, yeah. and we ask people what uh, what was. And I wanted to, I want you guys to think about it. I'll put you in your heads, and we'll, at the end of the show we'll talk about it but what was your favorite gaming related gift that you got as a kid like obviously it's december 1st we're recording the show and christmas is right around the corner uh and like when you think back on your christmases or your birthdays what was your favorite gaming related gift it could be the nes it doesn't have to be video game uh, oh let's make it video game related because this is geekscape so what was your favorite video game related gift and uh you know, it could be like a hundred dollars that you won from gambling. <laughs> it's still video game related. <laughs> so like, the second well, semester was the best gift yeah, you could afford. Right, it. right. So, so put that put that in your uh, heads. Think about what your favorite gaming related gift is. At the end of the show, we're going to talk about those geekscapists. Next week, we'll get yours. And then when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Kevin. We're going to get your uh, mission objectives from last week, and we're going to talk about the new Star Wars trailer and everything that happened during the holiday break. We'll be right back on Geekscape. Hey, Geekscapists, we're back on the big show with Kevin Jakubowski. His uh, brand new book, 8 Big Christmas, is out on Amazon right now. Pick it up, order it. You can get it digitally as well, right? Mm-hmm. So however you want to read this book or get your loved ones this book for Christmas, you should pick it up. It'll be a perfect gift because it's about video games and Christmas and uh, nostalgia and all those feel-good stories that we have from our youth. Uh, obviously, the mission objective for next week is what is your favorite gaming-related gift you've received in your entire life, not necessarily for Christmas. Last uh, episode, we were talking to the guys from um, from your, your D&D group. It was uh, Saving, Saving, Saving Throw. Throw, and they have a new YouTube channel. You should check out their YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Saving Throw Show, and, uh, if you want to learn about D&D. So I threw out to the audience... What if you could be any fantasy creature? What would it be? <laughs> oh, no. And here, here's some responses I got just from my Facebook. Okay. Uh, uh. Frank Sanders, who is a longtime geekscapist, mm-hmm. he said Stitch. 
from like Lilo, Lilo and, Stitch. and Stitch. I don't know if that's a fantasy character, <laughs> but he said this is why he said he's adorable and he's an ass kicking alien. And he also rocks a grass skirt like a boss. No. Also, yeah. he's super dense, just like Frank. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. 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 Yeah, you've seen Frank. Yeah, yeah. Like Frank is all muscle. Uh, Peter M says a Wookiee because I'd win every bet I ever made. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you'd win a bet in college against yeah, Kevin, yeah, but yeah. maybe he's not playing yeah, the Sega Genesis. Uh, a new school Geekscape listener, Jackie Yon, who you know. Yeah, she's a, she's a saving throw. Yeah. She said a dragon-blooded mage turned into a dragon and I cast magic. Oh, yeah, she got it. <laughs> uh, Matt Kelly, who's the host of the St. Mort Show here yeah. at Geekscape, says a gelatinous cube from D&D because why not? Well, I say why not because you already are a gelatinous cube. <laughs> I'm kidding, Aww. Matt. All family. All family. <laughs> I was like, Matt, Matt family? I was like, I was like, but this is fantasy, hey, not hey, reality. Hey. Come on. No. Uh, Matt, we love you. Uh, but Andrea H. says, a fire dragon. There's a lot of fire dragons. They love okay. the dragons. Uh, then I would lurk in the shadows at night as people are gathered around the campfire and make the fire do weird stuff. It wouldn't nah. like, she wouldn't <laughs> like people to burn them to a fire. I thought she was going to go somewhere <laughs> no, else. No. With that. I would uh, make a fairy out of a dragon. Seth I. says, a giant space hamster. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kay, Kay Harrison dragon? says, a werewookie. Uh, Wait, so does that mean that you're you're only a Wookiee during the full moon? No, no, I think a Wookiee turns into something else. I don't know, but um, I don't know what it is. (laughs) Wookiee just turns into me. um, Anne H. says a Tablekin. What is a table? What's kit? a table kit? Don't look at me. I don't, I don't know. know. You're the one. Yeah, from yeah, table the one. You're, yeah but you're saying you're okay. you're saying that like that might be a D and D thing. I don't know. I, I'm still uh, back on the I, giant I'm space gonna... gerbil, thinking there's like a black hole named Richard Gear next to it. <laughs> oh yes, that uh, was so good. Uh, one of the hosts of the uh, Geekscape Games, Shane O'Hare, says unicorn motherfucker. Uh, but you know <laughs> sure. he's a giant brony, so I'm just right. thinking unicorn fucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, because he doesn't fantasize about cartoon horses at all. <laughs> I roomed with him at one Comic Con. I can guarantee you, he does. Oh my god! This is Shane O'Hare. Uh, yeah. Shane O'Hare uh, so on hype. Humble Bundle right now. The the book bundle is all My Little Pony. So <laughs> have at it. Pay whatever you want. Hey, hey, hey. This, That's is, so this hype, is Geekscape, yeah. not erotica. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be mentioning that. Sorry, I didn't mean to advertise porn. And then my very own wife says a pegacorn because here's this is a little, I'm a softie, but early in our relationship, no, I said no. she's more magical than a unicorn and more magical than Pegasus. Oh. She's a pegacorn. Oh, my God. And that's what she says she is, a fantasy creature, the pegacorn, which is like, I guess, a Pegasus with a horn. Yeah, all right. And she's super magical. Magical, like she can make her husband do whatever the hell she wants. <laughs> God, it's a good thing you married her. <laughs> Guys, I am so lucky I married her. I came home from like Disneyland with this Baymax drink cup, and I was like, all right. <laughs> You're such, such a little kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah she, she'll come to dinner with like a wine glass and be like, I just want a glass of wine. Yeah, dinner. Like, Hi. And she'll be like, can we eat at the table? You know, because sometimes you eat in front of the TV, like watching Walking Dead or something. And right. she's like, no, let's, let's eat at the table tonight. And I'm he like, says sometimes, like, like there's any to... time that it's not yeah, happening. Yeah, and, and, and you know, because it's like a special, you know what I'm talking about. You're married. Yeah. Like sometimes you want to watch TV yeah. and eat dinner. And like sometimes, most of the time. And sometimes yeah. it's like, no, tonight we're going to eat at the table. I'm like, Good okay. idea, dear. Let me just grab my sippy cup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she pours herself a wine. I give myself a Baymax drinky cup. <laughs> you look really cool when you're drinking from it, though. Very, very, very masculine. Awesome. Look at that. What do you guys in the studio think of my Baymax drinking cup? Kevin, I, was, I was being sarcastic, like it? but... It was pretty awesome. <laughs> Come on now. I'm just kidding. We're being legit. Um, guys, if you haven't checked out Geekscape's YouTube channel, we have a new edition... Uh, wheelchair walkthroughs with Kenny over here. <laughs> so Kenny has been, has set up this Twitch account, which I was like, okay, he's gonna live stream on Twitch. He's gonna yeah. play through these video games. I don't know how entertaining it's gonna be to watch someone else play video games. And I started watching this at twitch.tv forward slash crippled Kenny, or you can just go to crippledkenny.com and it forwards and, 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 to and the And last night for like page. a fucking hour, I watched him playing Just Cause 4. <laughs> 
kind of uh, because it was Far Cry. Hilar- Far Cry. I wish it, Just Cause it, Four yeah, was yeah. out. I mean, the third one. <laughs> well, yeah, the third, the third one's about to come out. <laughs> I'm, it I'm was, real yeah, I got, got, got definitely got confused, but it, but yeah, it was Far Cry Four, and he was trying to take this village, and he kept getting lit on fire. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, how many tigers did you set on fire? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even get to the tigers yet. I couldn't even get past the fucking people that keep burning me up. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, so this is pretty entertaining because I'm just watching Kenny die repeatedly and right. he, hearing him scream, no, 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 that's why Twitch is yeah. awesome. I yeah. was actually amazed at how entertaining that was. Yeah. Um, it, it's, a lot, it's a lot of fun doing it as well. It was crazy. <laughs> but um, if you guys are on our YouTube slash uh, Geekscape TV uh, channel, we've just added uh, his playthrough of Tales, Tales from the from Borderlands. Borderlands yeah. That's the new Telltale game series. And we're all into Telltales because tomorrow the, the Game of Thrones game comes out. Yes, it does. Which is wow, insane. they're just dropping left and right. I they're, know. All of a sudden there was just Walking Dead. And now they're like, hey, let's do everything. Yeah. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I'm the one guy on Earth that has not seen Game That's of Thrones. Right. But like, so like Game of Thrones, one. Walking Dead, all these shows are now coming out with video games. And, yeah. some, and I would argue that the Walking Dead game is better than a TV show. Wow. Like, oh, the, the Walking Dead game is better than TV show. Yeah. I, I, and I, I like I, the I'd TV agree. show. I, I've only played like an hour of it, but I like that more you than like four show, seasons Kirk? of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you watch last night the mid-season I finale? Didn't, I didn't. Okay, no. good. Because we're not going to talk about Yeah, what we're absolutely not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about what happened in the mid-season finale, except that this happened. The, the official, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going to say anything from the episode. What happened was the official Facebook oh, yeah. page of The Walking Dead, uh-huh. a minute after Eastern Standard Times, uh, the Eastern airing, yeah. they posted a meme of what happened. Really? Yeah. yeah. Too yeah. Soon. They posted, they posted yeah. it a yeah. minute. The West Coast people um, just freaked. Not just the West Coast people. People around the world are freaking. People in Australia were freaking out. People in Europe were freaking out. They Somebody were, got fired. Yeah, millions yeah. of fans were were, uh, were supposedly ruined when the Facebook group for The Walking Dead posted a meme a minute after it had aired in the East Coast. Wow. Revealing what had happened. And that's why you don't follow major corporations <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing yeah. that happened was, was after the West Coast feed, they reposted it. They shared it. Well, now everyone in Hawaii so, so, is pissed. <laughs> so it's like if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the mid-season uh, finale of The Walking Dead season five, uh, once you watch it, head right over mm-hmm. to the Facebook group for The Walking Dead because the comment stream is about ten times more entertaining than the episode. And the, epi- the episode was pretty damn entertaining. <laughs> the comments are hilarious. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> you know, excited. I mean, the, the, the spoilerless comments was there was one of Carol pointing a gun and it oh, said, yeah. and it said, it said, it said, oh, AMC Facebook moderators, just look at the flowers. <laughs> I, just look at the I flowers. I did see that one. That was funny. <laughs> I mean, what a major screw-up. Like, how, how do you not... Like, it happens yeah, all the time. Bad. It happens all because you know we have uh, well, I, Twitter. I, I yeah, mean, it, Twitter it's all. Ruins I guarantee now. you, like, if we're gonna go into this, I guarantee you, being a social media person myself at my company, they probably had it timed out mm. to be released, right. and they just timed it out wrong. Yeah, right. and unfortunately, that person was probably having a grand old time, and now came back to work on Monday and doesn't have a job. <laughs> Man. Uh, I, I mean, like, you time it, out, but do you even time I, I, it out for any time that week? I mean, I, we're talking about things well, it's, like it's also the Thanksgiving, right? Right. So I guarantee you, they all timed it out like a week before. And they just made the mistake of not doing it for PST instead of. Right. Do you yeah. think it was a mistake, or they just didn't care enough? Because like, uh, look at look at everyone that ruins everything on Twitter. I mean, if you if a TV show's on that night, you can't even look at Twitter. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, for three hours. So I mean, do, do I mean do you yeah, think? Yeah, that's ah, people. Well, that's like people. That's yeah. not like the. No, 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 I know, I know, but that's what I'm saying is like, well, it's gonna be ruined anyway. Why, uh, I mean, like, why true. waste this opportunity to make a meme and be the first at it? Uh, you okay. have a point. You but, absolutely uh, have a point. I mean, yeah. people are going to be ruined by. I mean, that's why I think. I mean, should, I don't should think like a Facebook group or something like that just leave it to the fans? 
and be like, this discussion's theirs. We're not even going to risk being a part of the yeah. instigation I mean, kind of, of. until like a week later. You don't – like that's the thing. Like it, why be the first with a meme when you have a fan make the meme? Then you don't have to pay someone to do that. And you, you don't know? get blamed when you freaking yeah. spoil it for people. Because yeah. I mean I, I've been blamed for like spoiling like when Breaking Bad was in its uh, final few episodes, mm-hmm. a few episodes back. Um, I posted, I retweeted a friends of mine's joke about that episode. Yeah. And people were like, and it was like a Wednesday, and those it aired on like a Sunday. Yeah, yeah Sunday. And like a, a Wednesday, I retweeted a friend of mine's joke, and it was like, thanks a lot. I don't, I watch it on Amazon, or I watch it that? later. Yeah. And it's just, when do people watch TV? Like, when do they end up watching these episodes? And when is it safe? And you guys can comment, leave a comment on our SoundCloud yeah. or on our Facebook page. Like, when is it safe to start talking about? Like a, a hot button episode, like last night's season, mid season. I'd say a week. Like, I'd give it a week. I just think good. you just shouldn't talk about TV episodes on Twitter anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, why don't you just talk to your friends in person yeah, about that? Yeah, no, and I, just think, watch I think a TV. week's a pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good time to yeah. like go by. Like a week to like when the next episode yeah. airs. But I mean, you gotta you know even a week later meme. that when you're posting something that's gonna give something away, right. that, That's not the greatest thing to do. And you want to be that person? I mean, I mean, I felt really bad about the Breaking Bad thing, and I was just retweeting a friend of mine's joke I thought was clever, and I did feel really bad about it do you just steer clear of it and like what can we just address live tweeting and how annoying right. it is like, like you the, call I, it live tweeting i call it spoiling the shit out of a television show <laughs> hey yeah. i only live tweet master chef jr okay i don't yeah. tweet and it's just him tweeting like i really hope one of these kids chops off their hands god i'm really hungry god, I'm really <laughs> and like hungry. the worst part is they, they put the fucking hashtags like on, on the tv show to like induce people to mm-hmm. actually do well, that. well that's because the only that used to be uh, up until this season people weren't able to track like because mm-hmm. right. of hulu and all of this uh, Nielsen was screwed. Right. So a lot of these networks started being able to track things using the hashtag. That's oh. why they all have their own individualized hashtags on a certain event is because they were like, well, we need to know if people are watching right now. Yeah. Because Kevin, Nielsen is wow. blowing. But like, Kevin, wouldn't you say like a sporting event is cool? Like a live event, like a sporting event, no. award show, a presidential no, I, no. rally? Okay, I think a sporting event would be is way better than an actual a plot line of a TV I show. Agree. I agree. Like, because that's like in the morning. Yeah. And, and many people watch like the sporting events like right. after the fact much less. Right. Sports you know? Center is happening five minutes later. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's there are shows and networks based on spoiling it. You know what yeah. I mean? A friend of mine has, this is a very funny thanksgiving or christmas story uh real quick my friend steve went over to like uh i guess in-law brother i don't know what the relation was but uh went over to like a a a relative's house and he knew the uh he did not know that they were taping a football game Mm -hmm. a huge football game and he knew the score because he was listening to the radio on the way home and he's like and when he walked in they were all getting ready for like (laughs) thanksgiving dinner and was like Hey man, do you think they're gonna make it up in the second half? Uh, and the, fa- and the father looked at his brother-in-law and goes, "Let's get." He goes, "Thanks a lot, Steve. <laughs> Let's go." And he re- and they left dinner. They didn't even have dinner. Like half of the room oh, no. emptied out and left. He had no idea that they were DVRing it and they were psychotic sports fans. For oh that my team gosh! And that they were that they were wanting to watch it together later. And they just left dinner, and they didn't have Thanksgiving dinner. Now, what wow. if he knew that, and he just wanted to have dinner alone? And he yeah, just wanted—he was just. just I, I said, I said, I, I said, I know you feel bad about this. Did you want to have dinner with those people? <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you really hate this family, just spoil it. Right. Sports event for them. I was, get, you know, I can, get them out really quick. I was on a jury duty once, and uh, like there was—I forget—it was like the Olympics. It was something really lame that I was like super <laughs> like. I think it was women's hockey. Yeah, I was like, better than curling. I was like, you know, the U.S. is playing. Don't anyone, don't anyone spoil it. I don't yeah. know why anyone would, but then like as I was leaving, somebody said, "Did you see the game? The U.S. won three I was like, "God!" <laughs> and you can't watch it after yeah. that. Yeah. 
and, like and you can't tell everyone that you're passing on the street to not tell you <laughs> right. about the U.S. women's hockey. <laughs> right. I just need a, TV, a, a T-shirt that just says no spoilers. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> Well, guys, uh, we're going to get right back to Geek's Game. We're going to talk about the whole Twitter reaction to the Star Wars trailer, mm-hmm. which was the big geek news from last week, which had a huge Twitter reaction. Hang with us. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, you! Do you want to stay up to date with all the most recent happenings in the gaming industry? Do you crave intelligent discussion on all of gaming's numerous topics? Then head over to Geekscape.net and listen to the latest episode of Geekscape Games. Coming to you at a cinematic 30 frames a second. And we don't even work for Ubisoft. Alright, we're back on Geekscape here. If you guys are looking for something to pick up for your friends, family for Christmas, or Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa, or whatever you celebrate, Kevin Jakubowski here in the studio has a brand new book, 8-Bit Christmas. It's on Amazon. Are there, do you have a website, Kevin? Is there another way to find uh, this? Yeah, it's also barnesandnoble.com, uh, and you can also get it off kevin-jakubowski.com. Okay. You can spell that. You should get a discount. Yeah, I was going to say, it's 90% off. Uh, the cheapest I way to find it is on my website. But good luck. The gauntlet has been thrown. That's pretty funny. There's so some guys, Roman numerals in it. we got to talk about this Force Awakens trailer. I mean, uh-huh. it hit. Uh-huh. Everybody I'd love that about if George it. Lucas did it one. Yeah, they're, I mean, the recuts, it seemed like immediately yeah. the re, the Lego version, the recuts, like the George Lucas quick. version, oh, they came out within hours, hours of yep. this thing landing. But let's just talk about the pure... J.J. Abrams' Force Awakening trailer. Like, what did you guys think when you started watching it? Well, I personally watched it in the worst way possible because I really wanted to see it, and everyone was, like, talking about it. So I was I was in a bar. On your Zoom. Yeah, I watched it on my Zoom. <laughs> this was Friday morning? You were in a bar? Man, you hit... I was, no, I was... Okay, so well, I was, I, I was out all day, and then I finally yeah. had a chance to have some internet access because right. apparently access. team... Apparently, T-Mobile internet internet sucks in Chicago. Sure, sure. Uh, the whole so we, state of the city of Chicago. Yeah. The so we were in. We were in a bar, and I was like, "I'm finally gonna watch it." And then I'm watching. I'm like, "Oh, these visuals are so cool. I can't hear anything." Uh, there, there were some great parts, and there were some parts that I was like, "The fuck." What do you mean? What Black Stormtrooper? You racist. Yeah, no, 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 no. Racist. That was awesome. You that was dudes? awesome. No, no, no. Well, okay, that was awesome. You're one of those racists? Like, oh, that was awesome. No, I, I, was, I love that. I love I'm, black people. I am the, the, I am the sword nerd. That was like, okay, so we have a lightsaber. Oh, it's super long. This is awesome. It has a a, laser hilt. It's a fire hydrant. I I heard (laughs) that in the novels, uh, Jedi or in in Sith, like whenever they're making their own, like I don't read the novels. I haven't since the prequels. Well, you don't have to anymore because they don't. (laughs) It doesn't matter. matter. But like I used to read all the Star Wars novels up until the prequels came out, and then Mm -hmm. I was like hurt and broken. But I heard that they do have wrist hilts and like hilt guards and stuff like that. Yeah, sure they do, but it doesn't like. Okay, all right. Can I well, be a, if can if I be a little nerd? If here? your lightsaber blocks another lightsaber, then the then the wrist guard should work. It, yes, except for the wrist guards are made. I'm a, such a sword. From a crystal. <laughs> no, oh, so that when it's made because a sword will go down another sword and it stops at the hilt. Yeah. A fucking lightsaber will cut through anything that's not a lightsaber, and so it has it will metal. Cut the hilt. It'll cut the hilt. It'll cut right. that guard. So it's dumb. 
Wait, wait, I hate it. No, they have a chainsaw version of it. Thing, though. What's that? Isn't it made out of like the lightsaber thing? So if it yeah, hits it, it'll no, stop no, no, it. because there's there's metal parts you know, that it comes out of, and we already know from uh, episode one that you can break hilts with a lightsaber because right. they broke uh, right. Darth Maul's in half. Right. You see, oh god, that was probably so, the nerdiest thing I've so ever like, said. What on about this a show. lightsaber? What, I'm waiting for the lightsaber that works like one of those like pen knives that shoot, where it's like the lightsaber just shoots the lightsaber out. Right. Like you push the gun. <laughs> and the lightsaber shoots across the screen. Well, it would have to shoot the crystal, Jonathan, because I, well, the crystal limits it. <laughs> so design that shit. All right. So design it. it. Come on, Jack. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, what'd you think, Kev? I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I was really excited to see it, and uh, I'd kind of forgotten about it, so I saw it a little bit late, and I had had like several beers at that point. It was like the day after Thanksgiving or whatever, mm-hmm. and got back, and I was I was kind of blown I away. I think you actually oh. saw it early because it, it was I mean you saw it on time because it get okay. released Friday. Okay, yeah. then, yeah, the then day yeah, after, yeah. you saw it with the rest I, of I us. I saw it on the internet and uh, I thought I, on a bigger screen TV we like mm-hmm. made sure oh, we yeah, watched it on to. that. The X Wing stuff, the oh. Millennium Falcon up against the Tie oh, Fighter yeah. stuff. That the was music awesome. at the end when it just oh. like kicked in. I thought that was. Cool. I love yeah, when it kicked I in with the soccer ball droid. The ball droid was awesome. Um, I love it. I mean, if you're a big fan of Attack the Block like we are on this show, then just seeing yeah. What's John? What's his last? name oh you, i'm not even gonna try it starts with a b but just seeing know. him like pop up it's like oh thank god because this kid is i mean he was awesome in attack the blocks yes. yeah that, that, that movie's uh, hilarious and, and he's like he's he's, he's supposedly the main character in this he correct and uh the girl you see the on, girl. That, on that speeder yeah. but you also see oscar isaac flying around in like the like the and x-wing assuming it's adam driver as the, it, as as the, the sith, sith. Uh, who knows? We're who knows? assuming. Did you, did you guys hear it just came out today that it was Andy Serkis's voice? Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, doing wow. the yeah, voiceover? Yeah, because everyone thought it was the, um, the, the what's his, Sherlock. Cumberbatch? Yeah, Cumberbatch. And, uh, it did sound like Cumberbatch. Yeah, but, yeah. but Andy I thought Serkis it was could do anything. Yeah. He, he can do, do uh, fucking Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, right. I want to. I want to see him motion capture Benedict Cumberbatch now. No, mm. I, I was totally into it. Uh, yeah. I was into it. I was really into the George Lucas special edition version. I was more into that. <laughs> uh, I really yeah. like the the J.J. Abrams director's cut version what when was it was that? it was just all lens flares. Was it? <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazingly done lens flares too. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But okay. there's only one lens flare in it right. in the real trailer. Right. There's only one with there's a million Falcon shot. But you know what? But like, that... I'm cool with them because st- obviously there's a little bit more of a handheld gritty style to right. like the stormtroopers getting ready to. To, like take like Omaha Beach, but um, oh, those X wings, man. But it's 2014. Oh. I think it's ready to, ele- you know what I mean? Like like you can't try a style similar to the older movies because you have to please modern audiences. And just the fact that it's Star Wars, I mean, you can make bad Star Wars movies and it'll still make a kajillion dollars. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they've proven that. that. Yeah. yeah so well, three what's times interesting, over. So one of my friends on Facebook posted like a big thing about how he hated the trailer so much. And yeah, was, like, a few people did. And like, and not because of the the subject matter, but because of the way the trailer was cut. Yeah. And uh, but and then he was like, oh, you know. It, at least with the episode one trailer, that's how you make a trailer. It was so exciting. And I, re- I went through and I rewatched <laughs> that today. So did I. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we should have seen the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. These, this trailer was awful. But I remember being super it, excited it was, about it, was it at just the time. Silly. Right. Like, like it rewatching was silly. that episode one trailer, it's just silly. And it shows a ton, which is something it I'm thankful for. It shows a lot. Something yeah. I'm really thankful for on this teaser is that it's absolutely a teaser. Yeah. You don't get a lot of no. plot. You don't get characters' names. You don't get the mission. You don't – I mean – it's a teaser, and in all honesty, if this was all we saw until December 18th, 2015, I would love that. Yeah, that's today, all I want in all movies, pretty yeah, today much. today yeah, we're yeah. just getting it ruined. Uh, I thought the Jurassic World trailer was really good. Yeah. But it showed a lot. showed a lot of plot. 
And that's about all I want to see until we're sitting in the theater this summer. Right. And a lot of like hidden stuff where people could like pick it apart and mm-hmm. find out what is like going actually behind the scenes. There's or one like... shot of Brian T, who's been a guest on the show. He really? looks up and I'm like, Brian, are you about to die in that shot? <laughs> <laughs> that was the one shot in the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the problem said. is you start to extrapolate what the plot is, right. and then you're less excited when you sit in the theater. It right. Rough. Yeah. I, I want yeah. the least amount of information, but like just like just visuals, or I mean, not even just visuals, but like especially with, with like science fiction movies especially i don't need plot like no. you just show me something that's like vast and amazing i want to see it and i want to hear nothing about it until it comes out and that's yeah. what i want with like my, I thought a lot interstellar of movies. needed less plot yeah <laughs> well and, and less reminder of the plot throughout the movie that's what i mean i like i like the teaser trailer because it really was just a technical trailer it's like yeah. hey look at all these special effects that we are doing for this look how awesome and look at all the, the practical like stuff, yeah right? and, and the 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 what is his name ralph mccory look the ralph mccory type artwork yeah, yeah like we're sticking close to the original mccory like those are what the X wings were supposed to look like. Apparently, that's what R two was supposed to look like. Was that soccer ball droid? Oh, wow. Interesting. Like the original, he was supposed to be a ball bearing. I love it. <laughs> I mean, cool. guys, yeah. we're getting Star Wars, and it doesn't, yeah. and it couldn't look more different than this JJ Abrams Star Trek, which is, I think, something we're thankful for. All sorts of different type of star, uh, sci-fi movies. I mean, it's a good time to be a nerd. It really is. You know, at first, weren't you like, oh my god, they're gonna do spin-off movies to the Star Wars films? Uh, and now you're like. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Did we just sell out like hardcore? Because yes. remember after the prequels, you're like, never again. I'm selling everything I did. Uh, I'm throwing it all out. I started a bonfire. Never again. And now you're like, I'm there. And, and December 18th. And 15 years from now, you're going to be like, God, we should have seen the writing on the wall with that well, goddamn I know, exactly. trailer that didn't have any plot in it. It just showed all the special effects. Piece of shit. I'm an idiot. The Jar Jar spinoff movie sucked. Yeah. I, I mean, that was, that was my first comment upon seeing the trailer because I was like, I had just finished an ex like a workout, and it was me and a bunch of sweaty dudes on the top of the Baldwin Hills steps, and we had just run hill repeats, and we were exhausted. And I checked my Twitter, I saw that it was out, and I said, like, "Bros, do you <laughs> want to watch this Star Trek, or the Star Wars trailer with me?" And they're like, "Absolutely!" So we just nerded around my phone. phone. And it's just a bunch of sweaty dudes nerding around on a phone being like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And the only thing I tweeted, like, you know, because I wanted to go home, was right. uh, I just wrote, needs more Gungans. <laughs> <laughs> Is he just going to ignore the Gungans? Yes. Oh. Come on, like I think I think I think there's gonna be one line of dialogue saying, "Wasn't the Gungan genocide just awful?" (laughs) (laughs) That's all we need. We have to stop them. They're the ones responsible for the Gungan genocide. (laughs) And it's like, should we stop them or should we encourage them? (laughs) We should pay them with credits. (laughs) I love how one line in any movie can fix anything. Like, oh my god, there's people smoking in a in a a spaceship. Wait, but there's oxygen that's like filtered. Like one line's like, God, we invented the blah blah blah. Exactly. Thank God you invented the anti-explosion oxygen. Right. <laughs> totally yeah. fixed. So we are. So we're into the Star Wars movies. We're not the cynics. We're into the new Star Wars movie. We I'm just still don't to, We just don't want to see more of it before yeah. we get into it. Yeah. Um, guys, tell us what you think of the new Star Wars trailer, the new Jurassic World trailer. It was a good week for geek reveals. Um, not bad, not bad. No. And uh, let us know in the comments. Uh, either on SoundCloud or leave us a review on... uh, There's a million ways to find us, but our Facebook page is a good place. And uh, let us know what you guys thought. Um, So, Ben, we're uh, going to take a break here in a little, like a minute or two. But uh, when we get back, we got to talk about being a grown-up geek. Because, I mean, obviously Kevin's book is out. It's about a grown-up hearkening back to the days when he wanted nothing but an NES for Christmas. We're going to get you guys' favorite gaming gifts. But also, let's talk about, like, if you're an adult, like we are, like we're in our 30s, and you're a geek... 
what do you do? <laughs> like, 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 where do you go to be a geek? And luckily, like, there's adult uh, solutions for us. Yeah, you know there what I mean? are. Like, it's crazy. That, like I Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> well, Leisure, oh, my God. That didn't what? exist 10 years ago. What? 10 years ago, no. if you wanted to, like, do, like, adult things, like, go to a bar or hang out and go, maybe go to an event like E3, there right. was no outlet for you. You had to be a geek in secret. But now you can go to a bar and E3 at the same time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it is a good time to be a geek. Uh, we're going to talk about that stuff when we get back. We're going to talk about you guys' favorite uh, gaming-related gifts. And uh, and more. If you guys want to take us to commercial, we'll be right back. So you guys hang tight. We got one last part of Geekscape. So sit down and wait. Hey, Geekscapists, we are back on the big show with Kevin Jakubowski. He's written a big book called Eight Bit Christmas. And uh, Eight Bit Christmas is available on Amazon, BarnesandNobles.com. However, you want to buy either digital or print books for Christmas and your beloved ones, who are you going to get stuff for for Christmas? This is the one you want to get, Eight Bit Christmas, and you throw it under the the uh, maybe throw it in a stocking, maybe throw it under a tree or something, Perfect. and uh, they're going to be like, oh wow, now I have to read. I'll wait for the movie version. <laughs> You're welcome. But uh, no, it's it's fun. Part of the the book is a grown up thinking back to when he was a kid in the 80s and wanting nothing but an NES. And Kevin was telling us earlier that he kind of grew out of gaming and only dabbled in gaming in college in order to make some money in his, <laughs> illegal, his illegal NHL 95 Genesis gambling oh, ring. Oh, what a cool uh, freshman I was. But I think, I think Kevin's actually one of the lucky ones because I'm going to turn 36 next week uh, and... I'm addicted to Amiibos, <laughs> those little figurines that they released two weeks ago for the Nintendo Wii U and Super yeah. Smash Brothers. It's only been two weeks and you're already addicted. Guys, addicted. Uh, they released eleven of these. They released <laughs> they released twelve in, in Wave One. Nintendo is the best pusher. And I told I've myself I was like, I'm only gonna get these nine. I have eleven. I need the I, I need the twelfth one. Your face has just changed. Uh, oh, you're talking about? Oh, oh, I, I, I only on have our, eleven. On, I need the twelfth one. On our other podcast, Geekscape Games, they're actively making fun of me because uh, Juan who is very warranted who, who, I must Juan, say. yeah totally Juan who lives here uh-huh. I'm like hey Juan uh, your sister works at GameStop any chance you can get me one of these Jesus Christ <laughs> and, and he goes he goes I'll hook you up so it, it got to the point where I was just texting Did you meet under a bridge yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. For this it, got, it got to the, the point <laughs> it got to the point where I was literally texting and being like you got the drugs <laughs> and we were calling them drugs <laughs> I was saying I was saying Hashtag, I was like, how'd your sister do? Hashtag drugs. <laughs> and now it's drogas. Tu tienes los drogas. You get los drogas. And we literally met for lunch on, on, on we, we met for lunch on Saturday and he brought a bag out from under the table, <laughs> slid it across the table to me and was like, there's a little extra in there. <laughs> <laughs> and he got me another rare Amiibo, which is the Wii Fit Trainer. <gasps> Guys, some of the, I, you know what it is? Not only am I using Heroin. it. Yeah. Not only am I using it in, <laughs> a problem, in like my games, problem. but there's also a collector's market about them because some of these are rare. Like the Marth one, they do not ship many of them. And now these things are like $50 on uh, on Amazon. Uh, Target in Pasadena screwed me over because I was like, oh, it says online you have one for store pickup. And I purchased it. <laughs> and they, they emailed me back within five minutes like, okay, we went to find it. And it wasn't there. We don't have it. Too bad. And I'm like, you <laughs> sons of bitches. We heard it was uh, detrimental to uh, many humans' health, so we. Uh, actually, no, you know someone. Yeah, yeah. You know one of the store so, the store workers pocketed it. Yeah. No, it was like it was like uh, actually when we ran your credit card, we saw how old you were <laughs> <laughs> and decided to give it to a fucking kid, you loser. <laughs> That's amazing that they even emailed you back. Usually, you yeah. just have to show up. And yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah we While don't you're here, it. you might as well yeah. buy something no, no, else. No, they emailed me and were like, uh, and like, yeah, we don't. It's not in stock. But uh, but like the villager one from uh from Animal Crossing, that one is thirty five dollars. The Link one, which I saw in stores still, is thirty. 
uh, these things are jacking up in price, and it's pretty insane because it. You know, guys have seen my comic book collection. Yes. It is un- yeah. Guys, this is why I don't drink alcohol because I have a very addictive collect them <laughs> all Imagine your online shopping at night if you drank. Could you oh imagine? Could you imagine like my my uh, my wine cellar if I drank? Oh yeah, it'd be empty. Yeah, it would be gone. <laughs> it would so, be full of amoebas. Or amoebas. <laughs> it is problematic. And Wave 2 comes out in December. Oh, my but God. that being Goodbye, said, we, Geekscape. <laughs> we, all, we all have our gaming addictions, or we all yeah. have those, like, collector's addictions. It could be sports. It could be cars. It could be gaming. But um, but it all started somewhere, right? Yeah. So uh, what would you guys say? And this is a mission objective for you, audience members. In the in the name of Kevin's book, 8-Bit Christmas, what, re- remember, like, when, what your favorite gaming uh, gift was that you received and uh, Kevin let's start with you like what was it was it that original NES sure yeah uh, I remember also getting the Game Boy eventually and really you wanting son of a bitch <laughs> just rub it in my face <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember getting that, and it was so low tech, but it was like a magnifying glass. Oh that went yeah, over with yeah. A little yeah. light, and I remember getting it for Christmas and just being like the following year or whatever, and just just loving it. I right, thought it was just the coolest. It was like Tetris and right. like, yeah, yeah, Balloon Kid. It's pretty no? awesome. No, 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 no. Tetris and Super Mario Land were incredible. Yeah. Like those two games on on I mean the Game Boy. I never played the Game Boy. Oh really? I was never into the handheld things. I was always when I was moving around, I was always doing things. Like I was <laughs> like, uh, you were a jock turned gamer by yeah. accident. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about uh, one of my one of my favorite gifts was, uh, it had to, it was Game Boy related. It was Gargoyle's Quest for the Game Boy. And uh, I remember the other great gift was my dad surprising me and taking me to the Nintendo Championships in 1991. Oh, that's awesome. Whoa, we got to talk awesome. about playing yeah. that. I, yeah. I remember reading in your bio. I was like, this kid is the, this is the coolest guy <laughs> He's the biggest nerd ever. Yeah. We, we drove from uh, Austin to Dallas. My dad surprised me with a trip to the Nintendo Championships. And it's one of the most magical memories I, I've, I have in my life. And I played Gargoyle's Quest, and I fell in love with it because it was a lot like Ghouls and Ghosts, but it also had some RPG you know, links to... But it wasn't frustrating as hell. Yeah, and it was just awesome. And, That's uh, cool. And so he surprised it with me for, like, my birthday that year uh-huh. after I'd played it. But, I mean, there's so many gifts. I remember... I mean, I like giving gifts, so... Like I remember in college, giving my my co-host on my radio show, Kevin McCaffrey, I gave him a Game Boy Color with Pokemon Blue, and I kept a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Red, and we just went all summer, totally destroying our social lives <laughs> as young, virile, like twenty-year-olds in the prime of our lives, yeah. playing fucking Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, you guys have heard about it on the show. I ruined my life, uh, but th- I remember that gift. And then giving my stepmom a Game Boy so we could play Tetris together was a was a great gift. Oh, so that's cool. Giving and receiving uh, yeah. gifts. Is a great. Uh, We're coming back too. to the anal thing. Yeah, <laughs> you, I, leave me, you leave yeah, me alone, Kenny. Full circle. I said you <laughs> over that slam dunk. Uh, so, so you, you so, so just tell us what your some of your favorite gaming related gifts are, Ben. What would you say? You know, I think my favorite one was uh, my my parents got me a CD-ROM for my computer, mm. uh, and it was, was it, it, just the reader, not even the burner yet. <laughs> no, it was just the reader. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. this was like uh, 1993, yeah. 94. Yeah. And uh, the they got me. Times. They got me that in Seventh Guest, mm. and like my my life was changed because I could play video games and they talked. to yeah, me. Yeah, it was like when we yeah, came in awesome. three and four. Yeah. It was insane. Oh yeah, when you got uh yeah because you, you had Mark Hamill mm-hmm. and you had those uh, FMV files. Yeah. Like it was amazing. Like, this isn't yeah. Hugo's House of Horror anymore. No. Yeah, I think that was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. My my favorite gift is well, when did um the PlayStation Two came out? What, what PlayStation Two was like ninety one or two thousand one. Yeah, I was like in sixth or seventh grade, and I. Uh, oh my God. I would, what, <laughs> You're 20, so much I'm, I'm almost twenty nine. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I and all that's all I wanted like for Christmas. I, like, and it was it wasn't anywhere. It was like sold out. No one can get anywhere. And so I wasn't expecting to get it, and I didn't ask for anything else. That's the only thing I wanted. And this was like I was like probably like sixth grade, and this is like when the parent parents are like, uh, do they still believe in Santa or not? So let's just still give it to them like um, as uh, from Santa. So I didn't expect to get it, and I got one present. Like, um, and like my family's going through a lot of like monetary problems, and then, <laughs> and that was like the one thing I got, and I knew it was like really hard on my parents. And like it, there was a note that's like. Like, like we sold your uh, sister, but here's the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you won't see your sister for the next year. But it's like I see a note from Santa in my dad's uh-huh. dad's handwriting, and I'm like, it like made me. I was like, I love you forever. I, it like made me want to cry. Like made me never want to get a gift again, just because it was like this is such a big deal for them to get me this. We're and moving they into actually an got it. Yeah, but, yeah. We got your PS. Yeah. Uh, so I never asked for anything after that. Did you, get, my life. did you get the bouncer? As I, the first game? No, no, no. I, th- I think Battle Arena Toshiden. And you got to get that GTA 3 when that came out. Yeah, I, I never sick. played any oh. GTA until GTA 4. I love them. Yeah. Um, that's why I got a G- That's why I got a PS2 was to play GTA 3. That's awesome. Um, so, guys, tell us what your favorite gaming-related gifts. You can have given it, received it, whatever it is. But for on next week's uh, podcast, we'll be right here at T-Radio V Studios. We're going to be talking about what those were, and uh, that's your mission objective this week. You can leave it in the comments of our SoundCloud or, or SoundCloud file. You can leave it on our Facebook page. Tweet it at us at Geekscape.net or any of us. I mean, Ben is at Benjamin on Twitter. Oh, my I'm God. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm so honored. I'm at that's Jonathan my PS2. On Twitter. we got at Crippled Kenny. And Kevin, are you on, on Twitter? Uh, barely. But, uh, yeah, Jakubowski1988. Oh. Why would you do that to people? <laughs> and let you us know decide. what your favorite gaming-related gift is now we're going into Christmas. And definitely in the name of 8-Bit Christmas, which is Kevin's book. It's available on barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, in both digital and print format, so you can put it in a stocking, under a tree, however you want to deliver it for the holidays, and uh, buy eight of them for Hanukkah and yeah, do that. Keep but, um, but this is the book. Uh, we're going to be back next week with a brand new Geekscape uh, so we're going to be talking more movies, video games, comic books, TV, and more whenever we get back. Uh, for the guys at the T-Radio Studio, thank you guys so much thank for, you very much, for engineering the show. We'll be back next week. Peace from Geekscape. We love you. Bye. Thanks for having me.